I am sure if you're listening to this episode of the show, you have been wondering for 24 hours, did Callie and Jeff wake up to see the Bahamian sunrise? I'm pretty sure like zero people have thought about that. I I will disagree. I, I will bet that our listeners didn't sleep a wink. Yes. Yes. Wondering. Okay, Jeff. Um, well, we were up. We were both up awake because I was up. And then Callie said to me like an hour ago, why didn't you wake me up for the sunrise? I know you were up, which means Callie was up, but we were mutually both pretending to be asleep. And we were both mutually really comfy in our bed. And we got to sleep with our balcony door open because there's not a lot of people here. So it was really quiet. And we had a natural noisemaker last night of the waves crashing against the beach. And seriously, it was amazing. So the answer to the question that has been keeping you stressed for 24 hours is no, we didn't get up. But you know what? There's always tomorrow. Welcome to episode 77 of The Upside. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. All right, so it's Jeff's favorite time of the week. Oh, I don't have my sound effects with me on vacation, but how this, Callie, this was your- And I'm sticking to it. Like, have you noticed that I'm not like, I forget it. Like I'm I'm sticking with it. This is your idea. Okay, here we go. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful for comfy hotel beds. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for the beach. As Callie was saying, this is one of my favorite times of the week. Double the upside, double the upside. Gotta double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. Time to report on our weekly listening statistics. If you know, uh, if you've listened to any minute of this show since its inception, you know that we're trying to get to, uh, I don't I don't even know the exact number, just under 16,000 <laughs> daily listeners by the end of the year so that I can keep the promise that I made to a total stranger at a podcasting convention back in August. But here's the deal. We're on vacation. I didn't bring the numbers from last week, and I didn't bother to look up the numbers for this week. Well, and- So we're going to take the week off, but I do have- Can I give you a bit of good news? Yeah. I have to do the exact math, but I think this past week, we reached a total of 1 million listens. That's ridiculous. 1 million listens- ridiculous like that i can't even wrap my head around that considering we've had this podcast for oh what like two and a half months that means uh one million times people have listened to the upside with callie and jeff so thank you thank you thank you so much for for that um i will i'll report on on the exact statistics next week but uh if if we didn't hit one million this past week we will hit one million 
uh, next week. And then we'll be back with the double the upside. It's not going anywhere despite Callie wanting it to. She's over, you're over it. Well, this has become a point of contention in our house. And let me tell you why. One, Jeff has a couple of radio habits that we're trying to break. And one of them is being obsessed with like ratings. And the reason I want to get rid of that is because we have a lot of people that listen every single day. We have a lot of people that aren't able to listen to and they like save their upset side episodes for whatever. I don't want to put that much pressure on people to listen every day. So I feel like you need to get over this whole like, I'm not saying we don't want to double our listening audience, but I'm just saying maybe we tone it down a little bit because our Facebook group is out of control. The meetups are awesome. The merch is awesome. Like the community is amazing. And I just feel like the daily thing, like I just, I feel like this is an old radio habit dying hard. And I feel like we need to like move past that. Do we know how many people came to the, uh, Alpharetta area meetup yesterday. I don't. Can you text T-Bird right yeah. now and see if she can get a number? Because the meetups are the, are the coolest thing. But I understand what you're saying. A million downloads of the show. Like, that's insane, Jeff. That's That's insane. I do admit that I have radio habits that are dying hard. Um, but we can't just get rid of Double the Upside. We had a jingle made. Well, and once a jingle is made, Callie, things have to happen. Yeah. Well, we can still play the jingle. Maybe. Oh, maybe the jingle is our closing for November. It can't. It says going to the end of the year. Like it's in the lyrics of the jingle. So it just can't go away. And I don't think it's putting too much pressure on the listeners. Is that well, your but concern? I'm still getting messages that people are like, Hey, you tell Jeff, I wasn't able to listen today because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You listen whenever you want to. And you know, we love you. It, what we want. The point of double the upside is not to put pressure on you, the fan to listen at a certain time or more frequently, or, or we don't want you to feel any pressure to listen to this show, we want you to listen when you can listen. But the point of doubling the upside is we want you to spread the word. And here, this is just basic math. You have to tell four people about the upside to find one who knows how to, quote, do podcasts. Because three out of four people, on average, just don't do podcast because they think it costs money. They don't think they have the app. They don't have whatever. So the whole point of double the upside is not to force you into listening on a certain schedule. It's just, it's, it's our way of asking you to spread the word. I just heard from T-Bird. She said that there were 25 to 30 people at the um, Alpharetta meetup. That's crazy. 30 people who took time out of their day to show up. So listen. And there were hedgehog balloons. And there were hedgehog And balloons. we FaceTimed in. So the point, <laughs> here's the thing. We'll, we'll end the double the upside discussion now, I just want to say this. Don't feel pressure to listen to the show at a specific time. That's the beauty of, of a podcast, mm-hmm. right? You can listen when it's convenient for you. Don't feel pressure. But please, 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 if you enjoy what you're hearing or it's had a positive impact on your existence, tell friends about it. That's that's all the Double the Upside means. And we'll be back next week with, with an update. 
And Jeff would probably like you to tell your friends, even if you don't like it, just tell your friends you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go ahead and lie for us. And remember, <sighs> just tell people to go to CallieandJeff.com and click the listen now button. Even if they don't know how to, quote, do podcasts, that makes it super easy for them. So thank you in advance for that. I know I said the gratitude journals were going to be coming this week. And I really thought that they were going to because I got um, proofs from our graphic designer last weekend, but I had to make a couple edits and they're not ready yet. So I am really sorry about that. Um, but usually you want to know what you're spending your money on. So I don't have a, a proof of it yet. That's like ready to go. So I can't put them on sale. So next week it's happening. Um, and what we normally do is we put these gratitude journals on a pre-sale like we do with everything else. And then we sell them until, I don't know. Usually we do like a couple weeks, a couple, and then we ship right up until the like Christmas cutoff at, you know, like the last shipping date. And then we stop like whenever they're out, then they run out after that. And then we'll sell them again next year. So just know that as soon as we announce that they're on sale, you'll have about a month to buy them to get guaranteed delivery. Um, and we'll, yes. we'll, we always have a box or two left over that will sell over the over mm -hmm. the Christmas holiday and into the new year. But when they're gone, they're gone. If you want a guaranteed delivery, the minute we announce them, just go in and buy them. And uh, the gratitude journals, we use it every single day. Um, it's 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 basically a calendar where you write down one thing you're grateful for every day. And That's we're it. also going to be announcing um, a portion of the proceeds of the gratitude journal every year. Go to a charity that we pick that we think is doing amazing work and that we'd love to support. And I picked one out. I ran it by Jeff. I just have to like background fed it to make sure they're like not, you know, sketchy or whatever, that your money is going to a great place. And I think that you're going to love this. And it came from an upsider. Callie's great aunt Effie was on the show yesterday and she, just like at our wedding, took the spotlight from us and is now the star of the upside. I don't know why you're surprised because she's a hit literally everywhere she goes. And that's been the story of my entire life. I have to say, when I grow up, I totally want to be Aunt Effie. She is amazing. She is living life on purpose. She knows her dharma. She is wonderful. And Callie, she is a treasure, a total treasure for your family. I get where you're coming from with her because my grandmother was the same way. Her, my great aunts, her sisters were the same way. They were treasures in our family. So she's just amazing. And when I grow up, I totally want to be her. So... I hope everybody has a great day, and I can't wait to see everybody in the D.C. area for our Upside meeting in February. Have a great day. Bye. So now it's called The Upside with Effie. I mean, it really should be. We should do that again. I really want to take Jeff up to that part of my family's, like, I am thing. not going unless it's in the summer because, the, <laughs> it, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, but Callie's favorite thing, and Aunt Effie lives in a town called Murray, Kentucky. This is probably like the my best quality to Jeff. So uh, in Murray, Kentucky, somebody in Callie's family, is he your cousin or who is it? Um, It's my mom's cousin. So it's okay. like we, it's like a relative that you call a cousin because you're not really sure Okay, yeah, they, they they own the Murray, Kentucky Dairy Queen 
And if I'm understanding this correctly, they're one of the only Dairy Queens in the country to have the original custard recipe. That is true. So, and I don't know if it's custard, but it- Whatever it, the soft serve is, so it's, pretty the orig- much. it's the old school, the OG yes. DQ recipe. Yes. So, you know, when you, and like now I'm afraid that we've oversold it, but it's just the whole shtick. Like it's only open during the summer. All of the kids want to work there. It's like the cool place to work. If you've been to Murray, you know, the Dairy Queen, like it's a big deal. And, um, you know how, when you go by a Dairy Queen under the logo, it says Brazier. That's the corporate company that bought out most of the Dairy Queens. Well, they don't own our families. So we have like the original recipe, which is like a huge deal. It is our- Oh, hold on. A minute ago, it was just, I don't know. It's my mom's cousin or something. It's just somebody that we just call cousin. And now we get into the- No, it's my mom's cousin. Got it. Well, now we get into the recipe and Callie's like, we own it. It's ours. <laughs> like, no, all it's sudden- not like, I don't own it, but it is funny because Effie is famous there. So, um, when she goes like the appropriate thing, we got to wait till the summer until it's back open. Cause I think it's closed for the season. And I want to take you up there because it is so I'm from Atlanta and Jeff knows my city life, but he does not know my small town Kentucky side. So I want to take him out there and introduce him to my family there and have Effie show him around. And it's like being shown around by the mayor. Like she walks in, she doesn't go to the front line. She walks in the back door. Of course, of course she does. And then she like shows you all the things. And then she's like, now you tell them exactly what you want. And there's like a picture of Molly Sims up in there. I think she's like from there or something. I don't know. There's is Molly, it Molly Sims? Is she the old MTV she's a model? Like, I th- she's a model. She was in Austin Power. Or was that her? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, yeah, she's a model. She's awesome. Anyways, so Effie was a hit, but. No surprise. That's so random. Molly Sims is from Murray, Kentucky. And I found out yesterday or the day before yesterday that Sydney Portier is from the Bahamas. Yeah, we were seeing that. And there was like all this stuff for Sydney Portier. And Jeff was like, huh, did not know that. The the actor Sydney Portier has a bridge named after him that connects uh, Nassau, Bahamas to Paradise Island, where Atlantis is located. And, and, and they have a, a, a the sign, and I'm like, huh, did not know that. I uh, I have a radio friend of mine who said something really, really poignant on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I don't think he realized how poignant he was. Okay. So he's friends. He lives in California, and he's friends with a woman who got caught up in the uh, scandal, the the scholarship, you know, the same oh, one. Oh, the admissions, the USC thing? Yeah, the same one that, that the two actresses got caught up, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin got uh-huh. caught up in. So he, he has a friend who's probably going to do some time for that, but she's not an actress. Yeah. She's just a person. Parent. And- they've put her picture on the local news and the picture that they, they are using is a picture of her and my friend, Mm -hmm. but they blur his face out because he's not affiliated with the story at all. And he's not married to her. He's not related to her. He has nothing to do with the story, but that's the picture they got. Mm -hmm. And he said in the, in the Facebook post, he goes, I wish they wouldn't blur my face out. I actually want to reach out to them, to the news stations, and say, you don't have to blur my face out. And this is where he got really poignant, and I don't even think he realized it. Because 
if you're someone's friend, you're their friend in good times and bad. So don't mm-hmm. blur me out when my friend is going through a tough time. I feel like you're like that. I feel like you operate that way. Oh, I think everybody should operate that way. If you commit to friendship with mm-hmm. someone, if somebody is your friend and they get caught up in something bad, mm-hmm. even if it's by their own hand, if even if they do it, friendship means you stand with them. Well, and I think the thing And you is, don't have to get, and when I say stand with them, you don't have to agree with what they've done or support their decision. Right. But you stand next to them and say, this is my friend. Yeah. Good or that. bad. I love that. I, um, you know, I don't think there's many people that would say that. Many people that would say what? Like if something like, I don't know that there's many people like that. It takes a strong person to be like, you know what? Yeah. My friend screwed up and I'm standing here anyways, which is not surprising, but I think we all forget that we make mistakes and some people's mistakes are more public than others. And that's almost the the deciding factor of who you're friends with and who you're not. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Like, so I feel like in general, the things that come into question are like, oh, well now that this is a big news story, it's like weird to be their friend. But if it weren't, you know what I mean? Like, yes, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's, um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying because every, every single person is guilty at some point in their life, at several points in their life, of making a poor decision. Yeah, and if yeah, if you say that you've never made a bad judgment call, if you've never made a mistake, or if you've never done something that you wish you could take back, you're lying. And at the end of the day, like my buddy, like his friend is is going to either pay a huge fine or go to jail or whatever. I don't know what the sentences mm-hmm. are for the non for the non-actor people. Mm -hmm. So his friend is going to be punished for this. And then she's going to come out on the other side of it and still be the same human being before she did that. Now, obviously there's, I'm not saying that once you commit to being somebody's friend, you have to be their friend forever. But I just thought it was really, really poignant saying the way he said that, like, Mm -hmm. don't blur me out because Right. Like, I'm not ashamed of being her friend. Like, yes. she made a mistake. She's going to pay for it and whatever. Like, yes. Just- and I think another w- way to think about that is is it's important to remember that somebody else's mistakes, somebody else's errors in judgment, whether it's a friend or a family member or a parent or a child, those are not yours. So you are allowed to say, Yes, I've chosen to be friends with that person. I don't agree with what they did, but that is my friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody else is going to judge you because of your association with them, let that let them judge you and move on. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it cut mm-hmm. you out of their life, but but don't feel like yeah. I don't know if that does that make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it does, and I feel like you know there's also because I've said this before, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I'll explain this a little further because I do think that sometimes you have to cut people out of your life. However, 
I think there is such a difference. And I've been asked this before of like, how do you discern from a friend you need to cut out of your life and a friend that is going through something hard or, you know, whatever it is. And I think the reaction that you get when you address your friend says a lot about who they are and who you want to align yourself with. You mean, so when you go to your friend and say, I don't agree with what you did, their response to you? Well, not even that. Like it's, if I go to a friend and I'm like, hey, I just saw the news, like, how are you? And they're like, I am really upset. I'm really embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. Like, this is going to be really serious, but thanks for checking in on me. That person is, that is a, a, a human being to me what someone that I'm more likely to, or that I'm likely to walk away from is when you go to them and you're met with, well, it wasn't my fault. I'm getting blamed for all this stuff. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, if you're owning your life, your choices and your mistakes and the response, the, the, um, the consequences that come with your actions, I will, I will always stand by you. What if somebody really was, caught up in something though that truly wasn't their fault like you have to you have to have well, some it, to me it, here's my thing and it's funny because i've talked about this in therapy and like i've defined this as like a very important friendship value to me i need people that are in my life that i love that i'm going to invest in to own their own crap you know what i mean like i'm someone that is very like yep i screwed up or yeah, I need to work on this or yeah, I struggle with this. And I have a really hard time. It's an important friendship value to me that other people come tend with me and say, Hey, I'm imperfect. And I totally own it that I don't care what you do. I do, you know, I make mistakes all the time. And I would like to think that my friends would still be there for me, but it's the lack of owning your stuff. That is what I have a problem with. Okay. I understand now. that that, that 1000% makes sense. I understand now. We want to say thank you to our sponsors this week and thank you to you for supporting our sponsors. It means the world to us. And as you know, we want to do this podcast for a very long time. So these sponsors are what's going to make that happen. Skillshare is waiting for you. Skillshare, an online community with thousands of classes for you to choose from. Now, a lot of these have to do with being artistic and creative. Like there's calligraphy classes and uh, how to edit stuff using your iPad and even how to code and, and, and create games, online games and, and whatnot. A lot of that is, is covered there. There's also a lot of entrepreneurial skills like bookkeeping, marketing, promoting, creating a brand. But there's also real practical things like how to close sales over the phone. Yeah, that's a class you can take. And if you think that that doesn't help you, wrong. If you know what the salesperson's thinking, then you can negotiate better. So take that class before you head out to buy a car. Also, Instagram-worthy photography, illustration, whatever you want, you can find it on Skillshare. And for right, right now, you can grab two months for free. Go to Skillshare.com, use the word upside at checkout. Go to Skillshare.com, use upside at checkout for two free months of Skillshare classes. Thank you also to Hemp Fusion, who's another one of our partners this week. We got an Instagram message that Jeff was so excited about this week. And it said, okay, so I got my Hemp Fusion oil three days ago and I have 
been taking it at like 7.30 p.m. Not sure what's going on, but I am just a way happier person. So weird. I got it for sleep, but I really think it's helping me with anxiety and it came super fast in the mail. And that is one of your endorsements. That's awesome. We love that. So whether you need sleep, you need energy, you need less stress, I would love to meet someone that has all three of those covered because we definitely do not in our house. You can take advantage of Hemp Fusion. Get 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to hempfusion.com and use the promo code UPSIDE. And again, that's 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. Use that code UPSIDE. As you know, we are doing the show this week uh, or the past couple days um, on location. We're on vacation in the Bahamas celebrating our third wedding anniversary. Yesterday, we we brought up... Um, some of the odd things that we do when we check into hotel rooms. Like, for example, I will really, really grill the person at the front desk to make sure I'm getting the best room. And Callie was making fun of me for that, but we gave out our our phone number, our voicemail number, and said, if you have odd travel habits, please share them with us. And another one of yours was um, unpacking. You have to unpack everything into the room, like the magazines that they have in the room have to be moved out of the way. Like Jeff makes this his home, his hotel rooms, his home. And I have to carry my own pillowcase with me. It's weird, but it's my thing. Let it be. I am happy to report, Callie, that we are not the only travel weirdos. The crazy thing that I do and I travel for work is... My feet never hit the floor, wear flip-flops. Immediately entering the hotel room, I rip the uh, comforter off. Uh, second thing I do is I bring antiseptic wipes. I wipe off all the doorknobs. I clean the remote control like a mad person because you never know what people are touching when they're touching the remote control too. And then there's other numerous little things that I do, but those are really the three uh, have-to, must-haves every time I travel. I have some weird things that I do when I go on vacation. I have to sleep next to the air conditioning unit. As soon as I walk in the door, I have to turn the air down to hang heat levels. So it has to be as cold as it will possibly go. I've actually frozen a couple of units by doing that. Um, also, I have to untuck the bed. A bed being tucked in just drives me crazy at the foot of the bed. So I have to walk, as soon as I walk in the door typically, I'll pull the comforter out so I can have... I call it air conditioning for my feet with my feet out. Um, so, yeah, that's the crazy thing that I do on vacation. Love you guys. Bye. The one thing I like to do when I stay at hotels is disinfect everything that I have to touch. So, the doorknobs for the, the uh, hotel door and the bathroom door. I mean, the remote, the nightstand, and bathroom, obviously. But if I don't pack any disinfectant spray, I just go to the store when I arrive and get me some. But yeah, that's my thing I like to do. Callie, you are not alone. I'm a weirdo. I don't only travel with my pillowcase, but I travel with my pillow. My husband and I travel a lot for work and uh, often just carry on. And um, I have had to sacrifice outfits, hair accessories, just so that my pillow will fit in the carry-on. Not only that, I have a specific pillowcase that I travel with on my regular pillow. So, hope y'all are having a great time, that you're sleeping great, and enjoying the sunset. Happy anniversary. Okay, so the weird thing that I have to do on vacation, I always check behind the mirrors of 
the hotel room. And I think it's because I'm a journalist and I have seen so many, like, sketchy hidden camera stuff. Um, and even, like, in high-dollar hotels, um, there has been uh, hidden cameras. So I always check behind the mirrors because I feel like that is where someone is going to hide a camera if they're going to hide one. So... Anyway, that's it. Have a great day, guys. Bye. I, I I know we've only been doing the show for 10 weeks or so, but I think this topic, those are that was five messages. That was probably 10% of the number of messages we received. I'm really excited that we hit a nerve with this. And you know what's weird is I always, I don't do anything about it, but I always look at the shower drain when I get into it. Look at the shower drain. To see if there's cameras in the shower drain. In the shower drain? Mm-hmm. It's like pointing up at mm-hmm. you? Is that a place people put hidden cameras? No clue. But I thought of it once and like I never stopped thinking of it. Yeah. I, I'm My guess is that next week we'll have more of those messages on the show because so many of them Oh my gosh, I would in. love it. I love, And you know what? I love that you're clean people. All of you. <laughs> Disinfecting. Very no, I'm totally into it. And they would probably be really gross to know where I'm sitting right now. Uh, what? On the couch? I'm where else s- are you going to sit? I'm sitting in shorts on the, like short shorts on the couch. It's fine. You, We cannot grow up in a bubble like that old school John Travolta movie. Bubble Boy? I think it was called The Boy no, in the Bubble, it's, wasn't it's, it? Well, I don't know. But remember Seinfeld? That was like a huge Seinfeld thing. Do you not remember that? The Bubble Boy? Yes. I remember the John Travolta movie. I think John Travolta was in it. I know people are going to now leave us messages or uh, or send me messages on Instagram with the name of the movie. I think it was called The Boy in the Bubble. But uh, it, 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 our phone number is 800-434-5454. And it's open 24-7. So leave us a message about anything that we talk about at, at, at any time. I have a travel-related uh, question for you, Callie. Okay. Because a friend of mine faced a situation while she was on a trip. Okay. And I thought about it and I and I was trying to think about what the most upsidey way to handle this situation would be. Okay. So I'll ask you and then that same phone number if if you're listening and you want to uh, weigh in on this. What is the most upsidey way to handle this situation? It's multiple choice. And and you guys are, we're not expert. We're not upside experts. So you guys listening have as much of a vote in this as we do. It's so, a team effort. Yes. Okay. She was uh, in Las Vegas. She was there for a convention or something. And she decided to go eat her breakfast outside and found this outdoor space, like this event area that was completely, but she said 500 people easily could have fit on Mm -hmm. this outdoor patio and there was nobody out there. So she took her breakfast plate and, and her, uh, her Kindle or her iPhone or whatever, and went and sat out there and was just having breakfast by herself, reading, looking at the, at the sites. It was perfect. And two people came outside because they're smokers Mm -hmm. and stood 10 feet away from her and smoke their cigarettes and talk loudly. Now she made it very clear when I was texting with her that there was nobody else on this giant patio. 
So these two people who came out could have gone anywhere on the patio to not be in her space with their voices, their loud voices and mm -hmm. their cigarette smoke, but they stood right in front of her. So my question for all of you is what is the upside way to handle that? Do you A, say something to them? Yeah. And, and be like, hey, y'all, go somewhere else. Like this place is huge. Do you B, just suck it up and sit there and finish your breakfast and, and ignore the loud voices and, and the cigarette smoke for the, well, how long does it take to smoke a cigarette? Five minutes or mm -hmm. whatever, and then hope they go away as soon as they're done? Or C, do you just pick your stuff up and move to another space and not say anything at all to them? What's the upside answer? I would stick it out probably. And if they didn't leave after a couple of minutes, then I would just get up and leave. We all know, right? Like, like I know, you know, Callie and I know, and if you're listening to this show, I hope you know that let's, there's a lot of room on earth. Like let's spread out. If the opportunity presents spreading itself. out is good. I hate that at restaurants too. Oh, when you go into it, and you know why they do it, because the hostess well, is like seating sections, right? But when you go into a restaurant that's empty. I was a host forever, but. And they sit you right next to. Drives me nuts. The only other occupied table at the restaurant. Like there's no reason to sit us there, but you're going to do it because you're seating by section, right? Well, here's the thing. I feel like in the smoking situation, if they're not aware that they're encroaching on someone else's space. And it doesn't have to, and I just want to make it clear, it's not about smoking. No, 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 no. It could be about loud talking. It could whatever. be whatever. If they're whatever not is, aware yeah. that they're a personal space invader, they're probably not going to respond very kindly to, hey, would you mind standing a little for, you know what I mean? So to me, I would just say, you know what? This isn't the place that I want to be anymore. And I would finish my breakfast and then move. Is the, and so would you say that right there is the upsidey answer? Um, I think so. The I most mean, upside answer. I think it's the I think it's the most upside answer because you know approaching someone may make them feel bad. Um, and there are people who will always stand up for themselves. I'm just not one of those people. All right, let's change that. Let's change that a little bit. Okay. What if the people weren't out there? Or I'm sorry, what if you were out there and you were with your family? So let's say your parents were there and the loud talking or the smoking or whatever it was 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 interfering with the enjoyment of people. My mom would probably give them dirty looks. <laughs> and she also does things like, I love you, mom. She listens to this. This isn't a dig on you. It's just funny. She'd be like, well, that smokes right in my face. But like, say it kind of loud. <laughs> loud enough so yeah. that they might get the hint mm -hmm. or whatever. Okay. Uh, so if you have an opinion on this, because I truly was stumped. And, it were, and, and I get your messages. We both get your messages about how the upside is changing your life. Yes. And it, it is doing that to us as well. So I will now think in situations like, what's the upside response to that? And I certainly do not have all the answers. So uh, you're always welcome to message us or once again, the phone number. Uh, if you would like to leave us a message, 800-434-5454.
ButcherBox believes that everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meat and they'll deliver it, deliver it right to your house. And I don't know about you, but as we get to the holiday season, we're going to be entertaining so much and we're also going to be hosting Thanksgiving. And now is the time to try out ButcherBox if you've been thinking about trying it, because if you sign up today, you get a free turkey plus $20 off your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash upside or enter the promo promo code upside at checkout. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Thanksgiving's a month away. It doesn't matter. Put that turkey in the fridge while you get a free turkey and save some cash. Butcherbox.com slash upside or enter the promo code upside at checkout and get a free turkey and $20 off your first box. Callie has a very important work trip coming up on Monday and Tuesday. Sunday, I leave the Bahamas and I go straight to New York where I have a work event. I've been asked to um, accompany one of my clients to a red carpet event, a premiere, a TV premiere. And um, this is not out of the norm, but what is out of the norm is that I'm the only person being sent. And um, it's an A-list premiere. And I've never done an A-list New York premiere before. So I'm a little nervous um, because I don't totally know what to expect. I feel like you're, I'm going to be eaten alive. You're not going to be eaten alive. I feel like you are underestimating your res. All Callie has done since she's graduated college is worked with A-list celebrities. Like that's all you do. Not A-list. I mean, this is yes. like- no, I mean, I've worked with celebrities a lot, but I mean, this True is- True or false? Uh, one of your recent clients was a member of the Eagles. Well, I know. True or false? True. Is that A-list? Well- One of your clients was the biggest rock and roll bands of the 70s and 80s. Are, but these are like Hollywood mm. A-list celebrities. So it's 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 going to be an interesting thing for me. But here's what I was thinking about to kind of like give she's myself a, a pep talk. Callie's just nervous because Jennifer Aniston is going to be there and she's afraid of running up to her and screaming Rachel and giving I her a big hug. I would never do that. I am a professional- um, but Ap apologies to Callie's old client who was, uh, in the biggest rock and roll band of all time, the Eagles, because Rachel Green's now in the room. So pff, <laughs> who are you? Um, no, I'm totally professional. But what I was thinking about is, have you seen Armageddon? I no. You've never seen Armageddon. I don't think, I think I've seen it on, like it's been on cable before and I've watched it, but I couldn't tell you, tell you the story. Oh my God. Ugh. I, don't I just pretended you. when you did the Armageddon analogy last week. You were just faking it. Or earlier. I think it was earlier this week. You're like, you know, I feel like blah, blah, blah in Armageddon. I was like, oh, I get it. All I right. Don't. Well, here's the premise of Armageddon, right? So there's like some sort of asteroid or giant rock heading towards Earth, right? And NASA hires this guy named Harry Stamper, who has a really super cute daughter, Liv Tyler, to... um he's like works on oil rigs. Right. And they hire these oil drillers to go to space, like train as NASA astronauts and then go to space to put a drill into this asteroid and like blow it apart. So it goes into pieces and doesn't hit earth. Like that's the premise of Armageddon. Right. The point that I would like to make is I am not a publicist. I am not in the A-list like 
realm. I am not, I have, I really have very little business being in charge of getting my client down the red carpet and like having her photographed and being in a like publicity role. So I know, but ladies and gentlemen, the queen of humility, but go ahead. Okay. So I was thinking the guys on the oil rig, the guys that drilled the hole in the asteroid really probably had, they hadn't, they were not NASA astronauts, but they did have skills that led them to be chosen to go on the asteroid and dig, you know, into the thing and, and whatever. And blow it up. Right. So while I am not saving the world, I'm trying to like remind myself that while I am not a publicist, I do have skills that would make my boss's boss say, Hey, you're the right person for this job. You are the right person for the job. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you get the analogy of like, like I'm not like NASA would be like the publicist. Like I have, there's like no amount of training that could give me the, you know, publicity background of the other people that would be on this red carpet. However, I was chosen because I have qualities like the oil digging guys. Got it. That. Is well, that, which is why I got chosen. So now I just have to prove myself. No big deal. And I have to drill the hole into the asteroid and save Earth. Now, when do we get the update? Because the, the, the TV premiere, it's a TV show, right? It's a TV show. On Apple, Apple TV. On Apple TV with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Steve Carell from The Office, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, of course, you, your, when you say your client, she's like, oh, my client, it's Robin Mead from mm-hmm. HLN. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an A-list, A-list red carpet. It is. And actually, I'm pretty excited because I've really been interested in this show. Have you seen the previews for it? Um, it's about a morning TV news show, right? Which is yeah, where I, you work. Which is where I work. So it'll be really interesting to see like what kind of a take they take on it. And I didn't realize um, until last week that Brian Stelter from from CNN. It's based on his book. I didn't even, I love Brian. I love him. And he's uh, awesome. And he, uh, do you know how I started following him? This no. is a random trivia. You're like fact. on Twitter or just following his career. Uh, I actually started following him because, uh, he went on a weight loss. This is so random, a weight loss journey uh-huh. where he decided that he would publicly Instagram. Mm-hmm everything that he ate. So before he ate it, he took a picture of it. Was this like years ago? Yes. Seven, eight years ago, nine years ago, maybe. Um, And God, I hope it's the right guy. And now I'm going to have to put a Google on it afterwards. Uh, Come back for the next episode when Jeff corrects himself. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure he's the guy. He's like a media correspondent for Uh CNN and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, and he, I think he writes for the New York Times or something. He does a lot of stuff. For media though. So he covers TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is the right guy. He basically started an Instagram account and committed to photo documenting every single thing that he put in his mouth mm-hmm. because it forced him to think about everything that he was eating because he would have to share it publicly. Right. Like you're not going through the McDonald's drive through and eating, you know, two large fries and then telling all your friends about it. Right. So before he put anything in his face hole, he had to take a picture of it. That's actually kind of smart. Brilliant. And I think it worked really well for him. Yeah. Good so uh, anyways, if, I'm really excited. To see if show. it's not, if it, Brian, if you're listening to this and it's not you, uh, apologies for, for that. Um, and I will, I, I'll confirm it by the next episode. 
perfect. Uh, but he wrote a book about morning television. Yeah. Um, and I have not read it yet, although I want to. Um, and yeah, it was turned into, I guess, this Apple TV series called The Morning Show with all these amazing stars on it. And it's kind of like documenting what goes on in morning TV. So I don't know. I'm really excited to see it. Now, I know you're going there in a very professional sense. Yes. But there is a chance that Jennifer Aniston could come up to you and your client and say, I watch you every morning. Hi, I'm Jen. What's your opening line? Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. That's it? Yeah. You're not going to be Jeff like- Jeff is way more of a fangirl than I am. Like I would be amazed after the fact, but when I'm in professional, the professional zone, like I'm totally professional. All right. Well, Sorry to bore you. I will not be in the tabloids so, on, on Tuesday morning. So when do we get the update on this? Because we're going to have to pre-record shows from Monday and Tuesday, and then you come home Tuesday night? Yeah, I come home Tuesday night, so I'll give you an update on Wednesday. So we'll record something Tuesday for Wednesday with an update on how this A-list red carpet went. And if it doesn't go well, by Thursday, I'll be full-time podcasting. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I've gotten a few questions, Callie, asking what we gave each other for our third wedding anniversary. The traditional gift was leather. Yes. And, and I found out on this show earlier this week that I'm the one who insisted that we stick with the traditional Jeff's gifts. Jeff's like, do we really have to do traditional gifts? And I'm like, that was your idea to begin with, my friend. So um, I, I will go first. If you didn't see it on Kelly's Instagram, I gave her a watch and it's a watch brand called Shinola. It's leather and it's beautiful. And it's got a leather band in the, in the reason it's significant for a couple reasons. Um, one, it's leather. But two, on our wedding day three years ago, she gave me a Shinola watch. She, well, she gave it to me a couple days before the wedding. So I wore this Shinola brand made in the USA. It's made in Detroit. It's a, they're really pretty watches. Um, she gave me a Shinola watch for our wedding. So now it's our third wedding anniversary. And I gave her a Shinola watch with a leather band as a gift for her. I knew it was going to be a good day when I came home to a Brown and Company bag. You like you do you do love using Brown and Company. It's a sparkly store right there. It is a sparkly store and nice work to Sarah Beth for keeping that for me because yeah, she didn't tell me what you were doing. I thought we were on a budget. <laughs> um, but I did get Jeff um something that I thought was really unique and awesome because I always get him watches and I figured he would be expecting a watch because he loves watches but I did not go that route what I did is I found this leather company it's called Holtz Leather Company and I got Jeff a belt and it has a message for me branded onto the inside of the belt it's so cool so inside the the bell it's it says what was it say I'm trying to remember I love you always and forever or something along those lines I love it wasn't you. that cheesy but it was something sweet and it was super sweet and it's inside and then it's uh it's like a small company so it comes in like this little burlap sack thing it's really cool I um wasn't sure how Jeff was going to react and I'm still trying to gauge if he thinks it's cool or not however he wears <laughs> belts every single day so doesn't everybody all men wear belts every day. Do they? Yes. 
90% of men wear belts every day. What's the alternative? Suspenders? I'm not <laughs> 70. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I have an idea for you for a new way to end the show coming November 1st. Seems a little bit obvious, but I think it could just work. How about catch you on the upside? Get it? Okay, have a great time at the beach. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. My name is Fran, and I am from McDonough, Georgia. I just wanted to share with you today that my daughter, who is 26 years old, is having a really bad moment. Um, she's not having a bad day. She's having a bad moment. She was just notified by her district manager that two of her employees are in a lot of trouble and that she has to get to her work to deal with it. Uh, so she called me very frustrated, talked to me the whole time that she was on her way to work and pulled into the parking lot. And as she was getting ready to get out of the car, I told her, Emily, I need you to do one thing for me before you walk into that building. You've had your chance to vent to me. Now I want you to sit back, close your eyes, and I want you to say out loud five things that you are grateful for. I told her she's not allowed to say but. I told her she's not allowed to say even though um, I'm learning from you guys, um, just say them out loud, take a breath, and go do your job. And she thanked me and said, okay, Mom, I got it. I'll do it. And off she went. So I just wanted to share this with you guys that you are making a difference in my life and my daughter's life, Emily. And I wanted to tell you guys I love you. Keep up with the good work. Bye. This is Taylor. Um, I'm calling because I just wanted to comment about the engagement like advice and I 1000% agree about sitting down with your partner and looking at all of the like the big list things and saying I care about this you don't care about that so I'm going to go ahead and make decisions on that I think that makes such a big difference and then the other thing that me and my husband did um, is we made a choice to say how do we want the whole day to feel for our guests for ourselves and all of that and as we were making choices together we kept that in mind and we still look back on our engagement as the best year and a half of our lives. We joke all the time. We're like, marriage is great, but you know what was being awesome? Being engaged. That was awesome. <laughs> hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Skylar from Griffin, Georgia. And I just wanted to say how much I love y'all's podcast and how inspirational y'all have been. I have been actively pursuing my October Lucian that I am a photographer and I will make good art. And I just want to thank y'all so, so much for everything that y'all do. And as always, just remember, be positive, look for the upside because somewhere it's there. Bye, y'all. Hey guys, I was listening to today's show and you were talking about food from when you were growing up or, you know, from the past that you automatically think of the taste of. I'm not from there, but I lived in upstate New York. I lived in Syracuse for many years. Um, and I completely remember and can taste it right now, salt potatoes. Um, you can't find them anywhere outside of that I found anywhere outside of upstate. And, oh my gosh. I was, the whole time Jeff was talking about the things, I'm like, oh, he's going to say salt potatoes. He's going to say salt potatoes. But I love you guys. I love the show. Thanks. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye.